Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And uh, the Vikes moved up. I don't know, is it a full game, half a game, after Green Bay's lost to the Washington Commanders and Taylor Heineke. Round of applause, eh? 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 Rodgers is washed. I love to see it. That also puts the Commanders ahead of Green Bay because now they both are three and four. And really? Com- yeah, well, I mean, I'm assuming it goes record mm-hmm. and then head-to-head. Yeah. So Washington's now three and four, Green Bay's three and four, and Green Bay's officially, at the moment, out of the playoff picture. Yeah. They're terrible. I – it was great. Loved it. Loved – I, I should be that excited. I just – what I realize actually, I don't necessarily hate the Packers. I just hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like I I have no real issue with Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. I do not like Matt LaFleur. Okay. I think he's I think he's a fine coach and I I think he's a he he gets walked over by Rodgers a little bit. But I think I don't know. Again, my biggest issue I think Rodgers is just the biggest football douchebag out there like he truly only cares about himself um and it's showing now when he has obviously a way worse team behind him but he can't handle it that's true but we are not here to talk about the demise of the green bay packers are we boys no yes we are Andrew had the brilliant idea of what is this episode going to entail? Bubblicious, scrubbedicious? Our top 10 Vikings through week seven, meaning the 10 best players we think are on the Vikings through the season, not just like our favorite. That that is key right there, because there was one guy that I wanted to include, but there's no way I could have. Kendrick's? Actually, I guess two guys, yeah. Him and, and AT. Oh yeah. I really Kendricks, Kendricks was one where I was I was really, really close trying to get him to work, but I just couldn't uh couldn't muster. I feel like ours is gonna be very different. I no, I think Andrew, I think this is honestly a great idea because I think it will make for good debate. Um is gonna have some absurd Gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna have some absurd. I could even say I'd be I could be swayed with some of my listings. So I, I that's why I'm genuinely curious uh where you guys had people and who knows, maybe some people in my top 10 won't even be in your guys' top 10 and vice versa. So Andrew, since this is your idea, I'll ask you, do you want us to go, you know, you say you're your 10th man. Hey says his, I say mine, and go down the list from there. Do you want one person to just go down their list and then the next person and then the next? I'd say just going 10 all around, nine all around. That way we can just talk about that one person the whole time. That works for me, Hayes. That's fine. Well, we would be talking about potentially three different players, Andrew. Oh, right, right. But okay, that makes sense, yeah. Or we could we could all say our ten players and then go around. Just like do it the ten first quick. 
Okay. But I feel like the suspense of knowing. Okay, then yeah, let's just start with ten and go down. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Hayes, we'll we'll uh, we'll kick off with you. Who is the guy who is number ten on your top ten impactful Vikings thus far in the twenty twenty two season? Uh, I decided to throw Adam Thielen at number ten. All right. Care to elaborate at all? The only thing I needed to see out of Adam Thielen so far this season was that he stays healthy, and he has. So that's that's all I was looking for is to have him out there. It takes it, it puts one of the eleven defenders on him, focusing on him rather than Justin Jefferson. So, Andrew, you're number ten. I have Delvin Cook at number ten because I think oh. he's having a under the radar season. He's had one bad game and one meh game against Miami. But I still think he's, like, being productive. And I do think he's a little bit overpaid. But he's still, in my opinion, like a top five running back. And I think he's been good for us. All right. Um, well, out of those two right there, one of them's on my top ten. But he's much higher up. The other one's not even on my top ten. Well, we already know which one's on. <laughs> about three minutes ago. My number 10 is Brian O'Neill. Okay. Um, I thought about placing him higher, but with the other guys, I just felt like I couldn't. Because I, I, I was looking at what he's done so far this year and what he did last year for his all-pro season. He's already let up more sacks this year than he did all of last year. And he's already committed um, close to the same amount of penalties thus far than he did all of last year. Mm. So he's having a worse year, but yet he's still one of the best tackles and he's impactful every single week. Mm-hmm. Which is why, obviously, I couldn't take him, couldn't not put him on the top 10 list. But I did have to point out that he's not as high as I originally thought he was. Because originally I was going to probably have him top five just because like, I feel like he's talked about all the time and he is such an impactful team leader. But then I looked at his stats, and he's already underperforming than his Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl year. Yeah. Which is why he's at my number 10. Okay. Andrew, you're number nine. Or no, I'm, I'm sorry. We started with Hayes, didn't we? Hayes, yeah. My bad. It's okay. Uh, my number nine is Eric Kendricks. I think he makes the top 10. Uh, just as that proven leader on the defensive side, captain. So, yeah, I put him at nine. I can never disagree with the Kendrick's top ten rating. Andrew? I have O'Neal at nine. All so, right. So, the reasons to you, um, I mean, he's obviously still a really good tackle, but he has had some games where he struggled a little bit but still obviously like a solid starter that you're not going to worry about. So you think right now O'Neal's more impactful than Dalvin Cook? Yeah. Why? Because um, I think multiple people could be similar to Cook, but there's not a lot of tackles like Brian O'Neal. What do you mean? But like not nobody on our team can be similar to Cook. I mean – could put up similar numbers 
I disagree. I don't think you. I can think see- it's easier to find a good running back than it is to find a good, like a the level of Brian O'Neill. Impactful, I'd say they're probably pretty close. That's why this goes ten. <laughs> so, all right, interesting. That's fine. I disagree, but that's okay. My number nine is Finally, Big Boy. So- what? Big Boy. What did you say and before? You froze. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My number nine is Big Boy Ryan Wright, our punter. He's been impactful. He's been impactful this season, and he's arguably one of the best, statistically, best punters in the league today. And let me share with you his statistics. Week six, NFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. He recorded a 73-yard punt, which is fifth in Vikings franchise history. He's only had one bad punt thus far, the nasty 27-1 against the Bears, which resulted in, I don't know if it resulted in a field goal or a touchdown, but it resulted in Bears points. Um, this stat, I think, is good. Almost 60% of his punts, regardless of where he's punting from, results in inside the opponent's 20-yard line. Anywho, my point being, Ryan Wright, good. He's been a a top-tier punter so far this season. Um, He's putting – when the defense goes on the field, he's putting – our opposing team in bad field position. I think that is huge. Dude, he's um the point I'm talking about Ryan Wright. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's bad luck. Point being, he's putting our defense on the field in excellent field position. I love Ryan Wright, top 10 Viking. All right. Let's move on. Andrew number eight. Hayes number eight. I'm going with Patrick Peterson. He's about a 74 PFF grade. QBs are completing just 50% of passes uh, when he's targeted. Um, had a great game against Miami. He deserves the top 10. I Do we want to start for some breaking news? What was the breaking news? James Robinson to the Jets. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did not see that. That is exciting. Anyways, um, Hayes, I like it. Pat P, number eight. That's solid. I have Ryan Wright at number eight. Wow, Andrew. Because I think Harrison makes some excellent points. Um, where we have or uh, our opponents start the furthest. I don't know how you would say it, but. In the NFL, our opponents start the farthest away from, I guess, their end zone. So, like, the okay. it's, like, average something under the 25. Um, but I think special teams shouldn't go on and notice because I think they've been the most consistent. Um, there you go, Hayes. That should get you excited. Of the three phases. So, I would agree, Ryan, right? Top 10 for sure. He's been excellent, especially for a rookie. I yeah, I totally agree, Andrew. Ryan Wright, he's been he's been exciting. He's been exciting for 
I don't like watching special teams, but it's obviously exciting to see kind of him do what he does. Right. Um, my number eight is also a cornerback. Am I hey why do you keep shaking? Because dad's calling for us because it's either we have to set the table or it's dinner. Okay. When you shake your head, Hayes, I think my audio is going out again. So hey, let's you're just our... freaking. Let me just tell him to shut it. <laughs> um, I'll speak. Cornerback Cam Dantzler at number eight. Number eight. Yep. Um, he's third on the team in tackles. The fir- the only not or the other two in front of him are linebackers who obviously are going to be towards the ball way more than Dantzler. Dantzler has played in 92% of the snaps so far this season, which is obviously the most he's ever played. And I think he's showing week in and week out he's getting better, or he's getting better each week. Um, The Bears game with the strip fumble was huge, but I think the other thing that we forget to talk about is he that, that two-point conversion tackle, keeping the Bears uh, – from from getting a two point conversion kind of was a, a huge game breaker. Whereas like you get that two point conversion rather than needing a field goal uh to to win it, you had to get a touchdown to win. So anywho, Cam Dance, number eight, impactful Viking. I'm excited. I hope he continues to climb. Hope he continues to uh just make impactful plays. True. Hayes, number seven. So far, so far, I don't have a single one of Hayes' top ten in my top ten. Oh, yeah, and I have Cam Dantzler up there. With you his, don't, what, you don't have five PFF grade. He's been great. Uh, I got Brian O'Neill, number seven. Same reason as both of you having him in the top ten. Uh, yeah, I don't like the sacks. Penalties is gross, but he's played almost 400 offensive snaps, and he has a PFF grade of the high 70s, so. Fair enough. Can't complain with that. Nope. Um, I have Cam Dantzler senior at number seven. You actually? Yeah, I do. It's Holy been like, cow. I know. So it looks like two people know about football. One person doesn't. <laughs> Cam Dantzler senior is not a top 10 impactful Viking. Neither is Ryan Wright, the punter. Bro, I don't I just dis no offense. I okay. This you you are so confusing because you were reaming Adam Thielen in the offseason. And no offense, again, I think he's been fine. And yeah, I agree. He's he uh, is taking uh people away from Justin Jefferson because you can't leave Thielen unguarded. But no offense, just taking people like taking uh, defenders away from a receiver is not good enough to be a top 10 impactful player of so far a good Viking season. Agreed. Cameron Dancer has one good game. Oh, anyways. Go ahead. No, it's not really anyways, but um, just the same reason and as you, I also wrote down that he's getting better and better each week and that he won us the game versus the bears. Yes. And I think a huge reason why the defense kind of stinks and gives up a lot of pass yards is because of that zone. And I hate it. And it's <laughs> all we play and it doesn't eliminate big plays. It's just consistently giving teams 10 to 15 yards. Agreed. But the answer number seven, for sure. Easily top 10. 
And Andrew, I just want to add to that point of, yeah, I think we all are in agreement that the zone defense is the absolute worst part of this Vikings defense. Um, but his why Ryan Wright is in a is in the top 10 is because his punts are putting people. I can't talk about Ryan Wright for another second. Bro, his punts, though, that it's. And the, the defense field, still gives up a ton of yards because of it. But but that's the point, is that if Ryan Wright is punting to the 40 every yard, we're giving up probably another touchdown per game, that defense. It's because a 53-man like, roster. He is not one of the 10 most impactful players on the roster. He's just not. Has just, he been good? Yes. But punters cannot provide to the team enough big plays to be one of the 10 most impactful players. It's just not I, I don't. Especially oh, when you I, said I, it's I a literally, good 5-1 Minnesota Vikings team. I don't agree with you at all. Like, I, I completely disagree with you. Because his, his – Your words are, exactly. This is a good 5-1 Minnesota Vikings team. Because at, and when, I, when I had Adam Thielen on, you didn't believe in it. Ryan Wright, with a good Minnesota Vikings 5-1 roster, is not one of the 10 best players. Most Again, Hayes, for the hundredth time, his punts are putting. You're not going to change my mind with because he has sixty percent of his punts was inside the twenty. But it's allowing the defense to be weaker than it should be. It's giving the defense a pass, which is why the defense, like, I again, we we would probably not be five and one because the defense has been so bad at times. If Ryan Wright is not putting people inside the twenty. The That's, defense is giving up massive chunk you yards. You can't just say that. That, that, that there's but little... it's true. It's no, true. No, it's – this team would not be worse if it was uh, who, Jordan Berry. This team would not be a worse team if Jordan Berry was the punter. I disagree. That's what you're saying. There is a stat. I can't tell you the exact one, but teams that punt the ball 10-plus times rarely win. So I think that goes without notice that clearly his punts played a factor in having us pull out a win despite punting the ball 10 times. And the 100 penalty yards committed by the Miami Dolphins offense. But you're just making excuses. Yeah. I just gave you an example. Jordan Berry would be just as efficient as, as, as Ryan Wright. Disagree. I'm not one guy Ryan made Wright has been team. bad. He's one been phenomenal. Team, one guy he did is make not a top 10 player on this team. It's just not true. And he's definitely not eighth. Well, I definitely already have my uh, title for this week. Hayes hates Ryan Wright. Yeah. What is it about Hayes Hayden? I love the guy. I think he's been amazing. He's not. Punters are not providing enough to be a top 10 player on any team. Disagree. Move on. We're moving on. Year. We're moving on. Thank God. I don't want to talk about the guy anymore. Good. You get your you get your dream come true. All right. So uh, my number seven, and this one will be pretty short because there's not a lot of stats to back it up, but I just think he's been consistent, is Dalvin Tomlinson. He has a he, – he typically gets you at least two sacks a season. He already has, depending on what uh, website you're looking at, one and a half to two sacks. He has a forced fumble. Again, he's another guy who I think is just like he's producing run stops. He's showing that he's kind of better each week. Um, that's kind of all I have with Delvin Tomlinson. He was someone where I could have been like, I, I could easily maybe switch him out with like a guy like Patrick Peterson um, as like the number seven. I just. I don't know. I like what I've seen of Tomlinson. He's cre- he's committed, I don't think, any penalties thus far. Um, 
and he's on pace to having the most sacks he's ever had in his career. And he's just a massive man up front, which is, I think, good, what the Vikings need. So, fair. Big Dal. Uh, number six, Hayes. I have uh, I have Tomlinson six. Oh, okay. So you're not completely an idiot. <laughs> Two sacks have been good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the it's the run stopping, it's the pressure he's provided in this center, along with Phillips. Those two together have looked good. Agreed. Good Andrew, number six. I have uh Kirk Cousins number six. All right. I think he's been good and not great, but he's getting a lot of wins and he's kind of been there when we needed him the most. A lot of game winning drives and I think he's been clutch and obviously any quarterback's going to be impactful no matter where it is. So I think right in the middle of the top 10 is a good place for him. I'd agree. I had cousins right around there and then I bumped him up a little bit. Cause I, yeah, anywho, I agree. Cousins is statistically obviously not his best year, but it's his best start so far in right. his NFL career, which is exciting. So um, my number six, is my personal favorite, Harry the Hitman Smith. Um, he also has, I think he's fourth on the team with tackles with thirty four. He already has. What'd you say? Your camera's off. I know. I'm keeping it off to try and oh, help yeah. with my internet issues. Um. Yeah, he, he's top five in tackles with 34. He already has two picks this year, and I think he only had one last year. Um, he also has a forced fumble, which means he's forcing a turnover so far in 50% of the games, which I think is, I mean, a single player creating a turnover half the time is, I think, pretty impactful. Um, and yeah, he had two forced turnovers all of 2021. And he already has three this year. So um, I think and he's a, he's a, I think he's the most senior on the team. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's been there the longest. Yeah. Um, And he's sort of like that quiet type leadership where I think people really just respect him. He's a hard worker. He's someone that I, I don't even know if he's a team captain, but I think he might be a team captain without the label. Uh, just because he's that respected, it appears among the team. Um, but because he is older and he's slower, I couldn't put him higher. But I think Harry the Hitman is still making. He he's definitely an impactful part of this defense and this Vikings team as a whole. Is what is it? Sixth or fifth? We're on five now. I've Dalvin Cook. Whoa. Uh, I'm in shock. Same. He's top 10 in almost every major rushing category. Um, the 4.8 yards per carry has been good, and he shows up uh, at the big time so far these last couple of weeks. So starting to like him a little more. <laughs> Just a little. Very small amount. Needs to be a little more consistent throughout the entire game. But... He's fifth. <laughs> Thanks. Andrew, you're fifth. Um, 
I have Harrison Smith at number five. No way. Yeah. You're not cheating? No, I swear. Respect, my man. We're very similar. Um, but I mean, obviously he's old, so he's gonna be slower. And but he's still been making a bunch of big plays. Like Harrison said, three turnovers, and he's played five games. Fourteen receptions, been targeted eighteen times. Huh? What? No, go ahead. He's he's never been a guy to break up passes. He's been a guy to make the big hits and force turnovers. Also, he has had nice pass breakups this year. Yeah, he had the the end zone breakup, I think, just last week or maybe uh, two weeks the ago. One versus the Bears. That yeah. would have been a touchdown for sure. Um, but, yeah, I, st- I think he's still playing really good, even though I've ripped on him for his tackling skills, which he doesn't love to do. Um, <laughs> But I think he's still good, especially for his age. He's impactful. There's no doubt about that. 64 PFF grade. Dude, yeah, that measures everything. That measures everything. Um, my number five, Hayes, you'll be happy to hear, also is Dalvin Cook. Hmm. So I not counting um yesterday's games, because I did these numbers before week seven, but he has he or I guess he still has 450 rushing yards which at the time entering yesterday was sixth in the NFL, only a yard behind Lamar. So he's the fifth best running back in the NFL. Um, and he's averaging 77, 75 yards per game. If you minus that Eagles game, he's averaging almost 90 rushing yards a game. So I think that's, that's what you want. I agree. I think he's overpaid, but so is Kirk. And so is probably a lot of people in the NFL. Um But the other thing that I think is huge that should not go unnoticed at all for Delvin Cook is he is healthy. He's played every game this this year thus far, Um, whereas last year he had already missed two games through uh, six weeks. Um, And then obviously the the game-winning, game-capping touchdown last week against the Dolphins was huge after a slow start. So, yeah, Dalvin Cook, number five. I agree with you, Hayes. He definitely should be higher than 10. Yes. Hayes, number four. Christian Derrissa, number four. Um, Zero sacks allowed, zero penalties, 400 offensive snaps. He's proven himself to be legit as a left tackle. So, he's number. I like him at number four. This will – I will uh, – I think this will be an interesting debate, so we'll we'll speed up here a little bit. So, Andrew, you're number four. I have Delvin Tomlinson. Um, I don't think it's necessarily easy to see in games, but what I've seen, like, right about, he's been very impactful for us, so that's why I have him that high. I agree. My number four is Kirk, uh, similar to what Andrew said. Um, he's leading comebacks, again, whether they're against good or bad teams. He's winning games for the Vikings. Um, and he just he, he appears to be having more of a um, impact with the team. Like he seems to be more a part of the team rather than just the quarterback on the team. I think those little like moments on social media with the chain shows that they're, I don't know, they appear to be a healthy team 
from a environmental standpoint, which I think is huge. Um, so yeah, Kirk, number four, super impactful. Like you said, quarterback is going to always, I think, going to be high um, on any team. And I mean, he's winning games for us. Hayes, number three. Three, I have Kirk. Same reasons. He's coming through when it matters most. Uh, Game-winning drives against uh, in weeks three through five. Uh, comeback win against Detroit. The stats aren't pretty, but he's winning games, so that's all that matters. Say that again. He's winning. Yep, say that again. He alone has been doing most of the winning of the games. They're winning games, so and that's all that matters. That's what I heard, my friend. I winning am still saying strong with how terrible the defense has been, giving up almost 500 yards every single week. Andrew? Uh, don't, and don't ever, don't <laughs> ever mute me again. <laughs> at number three, I have Christian Darish. Uh, so pretty close to Hayes. Um, been our best offensive lineman this year and one of the better offensive linemen in the league. Um, and it feels like they have like a franchise left tackle, which feels nice. Um, and now it's really just the middle of the line that we got to worry about. But yeah, Darish at three for good reason. Agreed. Agreed. My number three is new man Zadarius Smith. Um, I think he obviously he was super good with Green Bay when he was healthy. So kind of seeing him healthy and sort of the impact that he makes every week has been super exciting. Um, he had 11 pressures against the Dolphins, which is the second highest by any defender in the entire NFL so far this season. Um, and again, yeah, he's playing in, in, uh, he, he's, he's banged up slightly, but he's playing in, uh, he's had 75% of the snaps so far this year, which considering he missed, he only played two games last year. And I know he was out for some time the year prior, like that's exciting stuff to see him playing a lot of the snaps. Um, and again, I think you can tell he's a, he's a true leader on that football team and being a first year player on a team and already appearing to have like a substantial leadership impact uh, shows just the type of football player Zadarius Smith is, which is why I have him at number three. Nice. Hayes two. Two. I have uh, Zadarius Smith five sacks so far this season. Uh, he's been really, really good all, all year long. So I got him at two. Andrew? Same thing. Zadarius Smith, number two. I think he's the top 10 passer this year. He's top in the league in pressures and sacks. So very happy we have him because Daniel Hunter is garbage. All right. And I have the guy you guys just both talked about, Christian Darasaw, as number two. Um, and again, we're going to definitely not have enough time to go into full conversation about this but i would i would argue that derisaw is the second most impactful player on this team because of the stats hayes gave zero sacks zero penalties and he's missed one snap all year like those numbers are insane like that's that's a huge improvement from any offensive lineman that we've seen um which again as much as i love cousins i would say derisaw is higher than him as much as I love Smith, I would put Darisa higher higher up just because of his his stats are just so impressive. 
Yeah, it was Zadarius and Derek Sott were pretty close for me. No, I see how you can make an argument for those two. And then I think by looking at the list, <laughs> unanimous number one, we all have the exact same number one impactful Viking of the year. Aliudo. Arrested. <laughs> uh, no, it's obviously Chris Boyd, Viking <laughs> cornerback and special teams. You could actually make an argument for that. Okay, not as number one, no. no. Nor as number. No, nor as number ten, my friend. Chris Boyd sucks. I hate him. He's really uh, good Justin on special Jefferson. teams. JJ, 46 catches, 654 yards, only two touchdowns, which I think will go will be higher up as he, as we go. Um, yes. okay, and I think the touchdown. most impressive stat, last year he was one for one for 11 yards, and this year he's one for one for 23 yards. So he has higher passing yards this year than he did last year. He's a, True. He's a Justin Jefferson, no explanation needed. That that is very true. Um, after hearing everyone's picks, would anyone change anything? I think I'd throw Adam Thielen away and put Harrison Smith in at ten. Okay. Uh, I might move Delvin Cook higher. Good. Smart, smart. That's it. Hey, is uh, it nothing about the punter? You nope. might. Dad. I'm no. shocked about that. I would maybe, yeah, no, I like my list. I think my list is perfect. Yeah, of course. All right, we're going to close yeah. out real quick before it cuts us out. So this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Skull, baby.